mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God. I'm going to be dancing all over this Bible with you today. I'm going to go to Isaiah. I'm going to go to Thessalonians. I'm going to read out of Corinthians, and then we're going to hop over to Revelations. <laughs> I'm going to read a lot. So, anyways, that's something that God has put on my heart to do because uh, there's not been a lot of Bible reading in today's harlot churches. And those of you who have been hungry for the Word, that uh, you've been wanting to hear the truth of God's Word spoken to you straight out of the Bible, you are in the right place because I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. But I am going to comfort you because the Word of God says to comfort my people. And that's where I'm going to start. We are living in perilous times, as you can see. And there have been voices uh, that have been crying out from the wilderness. God's John the Baptist, so to speak. Some of you have that John the Baptist ministry in you that you long ago separated yourself from the apostate churches. And you saw what was going on in there when the churches went dark and started to uh, hypnotize the people with a new age sound and the prophets. So the so-called prophets began to speak out of another spirit and they began to darken the churches and hypnotize God's people with a light show. You walked out of that a long time ago and you decided to stay in the light and to be children of the light because that's what you are. Your father is the father of lights and you are a child of him. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the Holy Spirit on that. But hear me now. I'm going to start in Isaiah. Uh, you're welcome to open your Bible and follow along with me. Doesn't matter what translation you have. Uh, sometimes it's good to hear different translations. But I read out of the King James Bible myself. But um, you're welcome to follow along with me. If you're driving, just sit back and enjoy. I'm going to read out of, I'm going to start in Isaiah 40. Come ye. Comfort my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And you know, that's a prophecy of John the Baptist. Remember, John the Baptist was, was the greatest prophet ever, okay? And he preceded Jesus, right? He, was, he, he preceded Jesus, and he said this very thing. And he was a, a man crying out in the wilderness. And he was, he was a, a, a powerful prophetic voice. And he was in rough clothing. Hear that? And he ate rough food. He ate locusts and honey. He, he was not a materialistic man. So it's a non-materialistic voice crying out to the people today in you. Okay? Not voices who have been out for themselves and what they could get out of God. That God was a genie and a lamp to them. They didn't fall for that word. No. But they're a non-materialistic voice crying out, saying, Come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. 
So that's for you. And I want to tell you something. God is calling up a mighty generation. You see, he has seeds. The Lord showed me he has, he has seeds that he's had underground. They, you've been there for a while. You've been told you're going to come out in power. You're going to minister to God's people in this last hour. And you've just been chomping at the bit, ready to go. But God is saying, now go. It is time to get your ministry going. It's time to start crying out to the people and to love them. God is calling us to love God's people. He's not calling us to condemn them. Don't be arrogant. God didn't say, thou shalt go forth and be a jerk. He said, he said you're going to go forth in might and in power and in God's love. Okay? God has not called us to scare people with his word, but to comfort and to strengthen them with his word. So receive that if that's you. If that's you and you say, well, I need a little correction there. <laughs> then you receive that correction. There's no pride in this. There's no pride in this walk with God. Amen. He's a good God to us. He corrects us as we go. I'm going to tell you something. This is a day-for-day -day thing with the developments that are going on with this virus. Uh, this virus has essentially arrested the world. And those of us who are sitting back watching this, we're, we're watching this daily. And, and I don't care how big your faith is or how strong you are. It's not time to get cocky. It's time to pay attention. But we have watched this virus take the world. And as so many people out there, even those of you listening, maybe you're just now starting to come uh, into the awareness of some other things that are going on behind the screen, uh, behind the screen of coronavirus, there are many other things taking place. But while they have uh, the masses focused on this little germ, this little virus that everybody's worried about washing their hands and having enough toilet paper to wipe their behinds with, they're up there doing many other things. And, and this world system is turning over. Oh, you better hear this. While, while people are so worried about social distancing because that's the main topic right now uh they are they are already beginning to take measures to turn this world system over and it's going to be a whole new thing that comes in so you better hear that word but god wants you to be encouraged he wants you to know who you are in him and so that's why i'm going to read to you right out of the bible and i want to tell you something I, I, i'll share something with you myself is that I've always been of the persuasion not to follow big movements or big crowds, okay? Usually when I see things going in one direction, I always ask questions, okay? Uh, we need to stay focused on God's Word. But uh, this last hour, uh, you know, years and years ago, um, when I was, uh, God was growing me up in Him, I, I would try to read the book of Revelations, and I didn't understand it, you know? And the Lord put on my heart that when it came to that time in history that he would have me read Revelations and that he would guide me step for step through the last days. Because in my heart of hearts, I've always known they're all wrong. <laughs> all of them. They'll write a book. Have you noticed that they'll write a book and then they'll turn around that won't come to pass. So they go, what they do, they go write another book. Okay, man is always trying to figure out what God is doing. Okay. But God is going to reveal it to his servants, his children. He'll reveal, he'll hide it from the elect and reveal it unto babes. And I'm going to tell you something. You're the babes of God. You're his, you are his babies, his precious ones, his chosen, his royal priesthood. 
And he's not going to do anything without telling you what's going on. He's going to tell you. You're going to know it because the Holy Spirit's going to share it with you in that still small voice. And you're going to know what's going on because God keeps his people informed. And in order to be tapped into that, you got to be tapped into this God. you got to be tapped into this Holy Spirit. Those that wanted to walk with God in a fleshly way. They wanted to walk with God in the intellect of their mind. See how many scriptures they could memorize. Okay, that doesn't get you saved. Being intimate with God is what where it's at. It's not about how much you know about God. It's about knowing God. Amen. If you don't say amen to that, I, I will. But I'm going to read right here out of Thessalonians chapter 4. And this ought to encourage your heart. I love it. I love this. So here I go. I'm going to start in verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. He actually saying here, there will be those of us here that will see the coming of the Lord. Okay? Be encouraged. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then which we are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And stay with me now. This is a reading podcast. I read a lot. You know why? I just explained it to you. Uh, a lot of people don't read their Bibles. But people need uh, to hear it. So I'm going to read on out here. Stay with me. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. Now, do you remember when Jesus, uh, he said that you would know the season? Remember that? This is the season, friends. This is the season that is upon us. And you know, I spoke in another podcast of mine. I believe it was Wisdom Cries Out. Go back and listen to that one where I was talking about the season of sorting. That God is sorting right now. Yes, he is. He has been sorting. We are being sorted as sheep. Okay? Okay, verse 2, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. They knew that because Jesus told him, remember? For when they shall say, peace and safety, then suddenly destruction cometh on them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. You hear that? There's some people out there saying that right now. You need to get out there and figure out what's going on. Get off the mainstream news and get on those back channels and start looking at some stuff. They're saying, peace, peace. Peace is coming. Everything's going to be great. But then the word says, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. Okay, verse 4. But ye brethren are, are not in darkness. He's telling us that. We're not in darkness. That that day should overtake us as a thief. It says that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of, of the day. We are not the children of darkness. Nor Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. 
for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. That's a good word. That's exactly what we need to hear. I tell you something right now. Now, um, I wanted to share something that the Lord put on my heart that I've not ever shared uh, openly like this, and um, I've not got up and preached. I've shared it to a few friends uh, with a few friends of mine, um, and my my precious loved ones and family members, different ones. But um, I wanted to share something that um, of my own personal experience, and something happened to me last year. Um, it happened after I got off of my 21 days of fasting, which the Lord has had me be doing this for years and years now, actually. I, I think I started back in, um, um, I started my yearly 21 days of fasting back in 2012, okay? And he would have me fast from March the 1st on out to, excuse, yeah, March the 1st on out to March the 22nd, which is actually a full 21 days of fasting. Um, and I find that to be very interesting that they're saying now that we're supposed to be on self-quarantine now for about 21 days. I just find that to be very interesting coincidence. But um, prior to that, I had done some 21-day fasts and stuff. And it's a mostly it's a liquid fast, no food. You know, it's liquids only, and um, it's been very powerful for me, not only in my my spiritual walk, but also in my health. It's very uh, it's been something that I feel God uses to keep me healthy too. But um, uh, something that happened last year that he spoke to me, and it really it shook me up so much that I couldn't tell it for uh, weeks and weeks without crying. And, and several people that I share it with today, uh, they cry too when I, when I share it. But uh, I got off of my fast, and it was a couple of days. Matter of fact, it was, to, it was one year today. It was March the 23rd. And um, I had shared uh, my testimony with um, some people about uh, miraculous healings and some of the miraculous, wonderful things I've seen God do uh, involving supernatural healing. And for those of you that, that don't, still don't know about that, you still don't believe in that, well then, uh, God has, good news, uh, God has put on my heart today that I am to share that on another podcast. So. I will be making another podcast sharing some of my personal testimonies and the things that I've seen God actually do um, and heal his people. But anyways, I had shared this with some folks and I didn't get a lot of response. It was really, um, I got a little bit of a response, but it really didn't get much. I didn't get the excitement out of people that I wanted to get. And it really hurt me. It really bothered me because I was trying to share these beautiful jewels with them. And it's like they wouldn't even receive it. They didn't get excited. It's like they didn't even believe it. And it discouraged me. And I was laying in my bed that night. And God woke me up. I mean, it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And he woke me up. And um, I had a vision. And in this vision, I was a little girl. I was probably around four or five years old. And I was wearing a little dress. And it was a, it was a dress like my grandmother used to make me. She used to sew a lot of dresses for me. Uh, my granny, and she was like, my granny was born in 1918, but 
those women, they just sewed back then. But I was wearing this little dress like my granny made me. And the Father God, it was the Father God. And uh, he came to me and, and, I, and I told him I was talking to him just like a child would talk uh, in this vision. And uh, I was telling him, oh, Father, Father, I told them all about you. I told them that you do miracles, and and I know that they're going to love you now. I just know, because I told them. I told them all about how much you love them and how much you want to heal them. And um, I'm trying to not cry as I share this. He took me, and he put his arm around me, and I never saw his face. But it was so loving. He was so loving. I cannot describe the Father's love. It, it, there's no words on this earth to describe that. Uh, it's so powerful. He put his arm around my waist, just like a daddy would that has to tell his little girl stuff that is scary, but he's going to comfort. He put his arm around me. He pulled me close to him. And he said to me, he said, some, he said, darling, they don't want to hear that anymore. He said, these people's hearts are so far from me that not even a supernatural miracle will turn their hearts back to me. The only thing that they will understand is my judgment. And then he began to instruct me, uh, and I'm not, I'm, I, I keep this and I reserve this for my own self. He began to instruct me and to tell me uh, how I was going to go ahead and take care of my own family and the specific things that he wanted me to do for my family and for those that I love, my friends and my brothers and my sisters in Christ. And um, yeah, that's the vision that he gave me. And I have clinged on to that and I have understood that we're living in a day where people have become so reprobate and they have turned so far away from God that um, I tell you something that uh, the only thing, when God says the only thing they will hear is, is my judgment, then he means it. And so I can't really get on board with those that are saying that this coronavirus isn't the judgment of God. I can't really get on board with that because also another thing happened to me in December where I had a feeling come over me. It was on December, it was on Christmas Eve. And I had told another sister that I felt that something was coming upon this country that was going to cause people's hearts to just fail them with fear. That, I mean, even atheists were going to start saying, oh, I hope that God is real, you know, so that, they, so that God can deliver them. Even people who uh, have been crying out and saying that God doesn't do miracles anymore and that God doesn't speak through his prophets anymore. They were going to start hoping that that wasn't true. And I'm going to tell you something, man and woman of God. I want to tell you something, those of you who have uh, subscribed to that way of thinking, that Calvinistic doctrine that God doesn't do anything anymore. I want to tell you something. I want to comfort you. And I want to tell you that that has also been a deception in God's uh, church. It, that, that has also been a, a deception to disempower God's people. Yes, he does speak through his prophets. But there are many false prophets that have gone out. Yes, there is. 
And you know, uh, there's many false prophets out there deceiving with lying signs and wonders because guess what? For everything that God has that's real, Satan has two counterfeits behind it. The only way you're going to be able to tell the difference between what's real and what's not is you're going to have to walk in God's Spirit and listen to His Holy Spirit. Think about it like this. If you have a dollar bill um, or, you know, a false currency, a, a counterfeit bill, and you have a real, real count, a real bill, they both look exactly the same. That's why it's counterfeit. Looks exactly the same. The only way you can tell a difference between those two is you got to have a trained eye. And God is calling forth a people that has a trained eye. That you have been trained up by the Holy Ghost to be able to tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. Oh, yes. And, and he's not done raising up a people. Maybe you feel like, you know, well, I haven't really been studying like I should, but boy, I'm studying now, Heather. I'm listening now. It's not too late. He can grow you up overnight. God is just saying, get in the boat and trust me. Get in the boat. In other words, I'm talking about Noah's Ark. <laughs> I'm talking about getting in this boat and stay in the boat. Because the first time God destroyed the earth, he destroyed it by water. Second time, he's going to destroy it by fire. And all, I've seen some pretty interesting memes out there saying some strange things that I don't, kind of puts me on alarm, you know. Yeah, God's still going to destroy the earth. Yes, he is. And he's going to raise up a new earth. Read, read that in Revelations. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So anyways, this has been kind of intense so far. I'm trying to get going here. Um, I pray that this is... Um, ministering to you going over to second timothy chapter three i feel led to read this okay uh this is some of the things that people are are uh in this last hour you can see the marks of these kind of people chapter three uh this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, okay? Truce breakers, that means promise breakers. Ain't nothing for people to break their word anymore. Used to, it used to be a thing. You know, I mean, that a handshake was, you know, you didn't, that a handshake meant something. If you gave somebody your word, you kept it. It was a big deal, okay? Not anymore. False accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, hear that, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. And some of you have been putting your spiritual tennis shoes on and you've been turning away for a while. Well, good job because God didn't want you running with people that didn't have any faith. He didn't want you running with people that didn't believe in your great mighty God. I never believed that God wasn't able to do things, fortunately, because I came from people who taught me otherwise. And if it wasn't for them, my wonderful mom and my daddy that taught me that God can do anything, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I'd just like to give a special shout out to them from this podcast. But for those of you that maybe you weren't raised in a Christian home or you weren't raised understanding that God 
uh, God is able to do any and all things. It's time for you to learn that. God wants to demonstrate himself to you. Yes, he does. He wants to demonstrate to himself to you in his love through signs and wonders and deeds. He wants to show you that he is your provider. He's going to do things for you. He's going to show you that he loves you and that he sees you. How many out there have can, can say amen to that? How many of you out there can say, I've seen God demonstrate his love to me? And, and you have testimonies to share. I tell you, God loves you so much. And we need to love each other and stand together because there's some things coming. So anyways, I wanted to share that with you. Um, I want to skip over to Revelations and read a little bit there. But I don't think I'm going to do that now. I think I'm going to hold that off for a different podcast. I hope that you've been blessed. I hope that you've been comforted. I do want to read this one verse out of Revelations to you, out of Revelation 16 and 15, and it's this. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So keep your garments. Keep the word in your life and, and, and know that you, are, you have a blood veil of Jesus Christ covering you. God loves you. And I don't care what it looks like out there. I don't care what the grocery stores look like. I don't care what they're saying on the on the fake news. I want to tell you, you have a lovely day anyways. God bless you. And please subscribe to uh, my podcast. Follow my podcast on Spotify. And I have a ministry page on Facebook called My Lips Shall Proclaim. I'm also on Instagram. You can follow me there. God bless you and keep you. Have a blessed day.